0: I know people that are stressed out. I know people that are worried. I know people that are doubtful. I know people that feel on edge and uneasy all because they are truly messed up about their understanding, about their faith and about God. And this is why I continue to preach. And I hope y'all hear this part from me more than anything that I am about to say today. I continue to preach the plain written text of God's laws, commandments, and statutes, the plain written word. If you follow my laws and my decrees and my statutes, you will be blessed. You will be fine. You will be okay. You will have joy. You will have peace. You will have understanding. You will have my spirit. Most importantly, you will have me as your comforter, oh Lord, as your way maker. If you just follow my laws, commandments, and statutes and decrees to the T, plain text, no interpretation from Leo, no interpretation from your bishop or your captains or your officers and nobody that you know. Just listen and just go read the plain text of God's laws. In the beginning of the book and at the end of the book, God is requiring us to follow his laws and his commandments, his commands, his direction. He gives Adam commands and direction instructions and at the very end of the book in the last chapter in revelations oh lord i believe it's revelations 22 and 14 it says that blessed are they that keep the commandments because they will have a right to the tree of life so you got the very first chapter of the bible where he when he first gets to man and he says these are your commandments and your decrees these are the things look a sin is what Uh, 1 John 3 and 4 says that sin is the breaking of God's laws, commandments, and statutes. But Leviticus 5 and 17 says that sin is doing anything forbidden of the Lord's command. So if God tells you something and you do something outside of that, then you have sin. He told Adam something and they did something outside of that so they sinned. That's how sin entered the world. Lord, help me preach this thing. So sin is the breaking of God's laws, commandments, and statutes. And what is his laws that he Gave us for us to follow us today. Exodus 31 and 18. When the Lord finished speaking to Moses on the Mount Zion, he gave him two tablets of the covenant of the law, the tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. That's the word of God, his actual words that were inscribed by his fingers. Now we know that Moses broke those tablets, but God had him rewrite the exact same thing over again. So the true word of God is the actual tablets that were inscribed by his hand and many of us have the wrong understanding about god many of us do and we have made decisions in our lives Based off of these, this wrong understanding that we have about God, and we got this wrong understanding from our pastors or from our preachers or from wherever we consume knowledge about our faith from. Luke sixteen and seventeen says, and is also found also very similar in Matthew five and seventeen, but it says the law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the gospel of the kingdom of God is being preached, and everyone is forcing his way in too. But listen to this: it is easier. For heaven and earth to pass away than for a single stroke of a pen to drop out of the law. It's easier for the heavens and for earth to be gone than for the law to be gone that should be clear cut forever this in the new testament that should be clear cut forever for you to know for absolute fact that the law is still in effect christ died for our sins he is our atonement because the law requires that there be atonement or that there be sacrifice for any sin anyone breaking any of the laws or the commands christ is that sacrifice for us so if there is no law then there is no need for no sacrifice there is no sin So there has to be a law in order for you to be able to sin in order for there to be the sacrifice of Christ. Many of us have the wrong understanding about God and about our faith. I hope I'm helping somebody. I hope I'm helping somebody. I'm gonna give a few examples. I hope I'm helping somebody. But for example, alcohol drinking alcohol. I'm going to give a few examples, but drinking alcohol is one of them. We have this taboo in our mind about who God is and uh, what it's supposed to look like. And they got to wear a suit and a tie to be a preacher. And we have this weird taboo mind of what things are supposed to look like. And it's just not biblical because it's not in the plain written text of God's laws. And if you go to any Christian church or any so-called believer around the world, they'll tell you that any someone drinking or the people in the club are sinners. And that's 100 percent not biblical king solomon was having parties and so was david david was a dancer and liked to sing and party and all the all the dang time but the scripture says that sin is the breaking of god's laws right god's laws is found in what the first five books genesis exodus numbers deuteronomy and leviticus deuteronomy 14 and 26 says this use the silver to buy whatever you like cattle sheep wine or fermented drink. so you can drink wine and you can drink alcohol look at this anything that you wish then you and your household shall eat there in the presence of the lord your god and rejoice so not only did he tell them to go buy wine and and fermented drink which is alcohol he sat up here and told them that they go ahead and eat it and drink it right in front of the presence of god right so we know that so that's god's laws and you can only sin if you do something outside of god's laws that's in god's law saying you can drink alcohol not only that christ's first miracle was turning water into wine and then also christ said out of his own mouth that he came eating and drinking luke 7 and 34 the son of man came eating and drinking oh he did and say and they said to him he a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and sinners now christ wasn't a drunkard because a drunkard is an alcoholic, he said. That's what they said about me. But I did come eating and drinking. Many of us have the wrong understanding about God. I have to give you this because I know that this is how so many of us feel. Church people tell you all kind of crazy stuff that's not in the Bible. You gotta have. Uh, you can't have sex before marriage. Uh, women can't wear this. Um, they give you all kind of laws that are not in the Bible. Check this out. Oh, uh, the Bible says that uh, what was it? Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel had a lovely figure. Maybe I might be saying that backwards. Maybe it was Rachel that had weak eyes and Leah that had a lovely figure. But one of them had a lovely figure. I'm going to put the scripture down at the bottom. One of them had an hourglass, right? And how in the world did they see that if they was dressed modestly? Do you see what I'm saying? Your understanding about God is not coming from the plain written text of God's laws. It's coming from your interpretation and the pastor's interpretation of the New Testament, where even Peter said about Paul's writings that they are hard to understand. Peter literally said that. I think it's First Peter, I think it's 316. I put the scripture down. I can't remember the exact scripture. But Peter said that Paul's writings are hard to understand, which means that we are taking direction from Paul. Even if we think it contradicts God's laws, even though Christ told us that it is easier for heaven and earth to disappear before one stroke of a pen disappears out of God's laws. So God's laws should supersede anything that you read in Paul's writings, because sin is the breaking of God's laws, not the breaking of what Paul said. Sin is the breaking of God's laws, not the breaking of whatever Paul said in First Corinthians or whatever Paul says in First Thessalonians or whatever he wrote to Timothy sin is the breaking of god's laws not anything that he not a commandment that paul gave the commandments that god gives that is why we have the wrong understanding about god and about faith and this is why we're messed up i'll tell y'all the truth and this is going to sound crazy but i hate church people i truly do i hate so-called believers people who think they believe in god i'm look, let me let me speak it plain i'm talking look this goes for so-called israelites too i hate all these people i love god but these people they're some of the most wicked people on the face of the planet earth. They got the plain written text of God right in front of them. And and the reason why I, I so despise them is because you can go to them with the plain text and yet they will still go to you Whatever their interpretation of the text is, like, for example, the uh, IUIC, I'm only using them because they're the biggest Israelite camp, and I don't know the names of all the rest of them. But IUIC, for example, tells their members that they cannot have multiple wives. The reason why I continue to preach on this subject is because it's in the Bible, <laughs> the plain text of the Bible. And so many people are against it, which means they are against the plain text of the Bible. You go, I go to them with the plain text. They, they yell at me instead of yelling at God. But in IUIC, they tell their male members that they can't have multiple wives. Let me tell you why this is so crazy. Because they named their organization after a man, Israel Uniting Christ, who has multiple wives. Isn't that insane? And then they tell them to follow God's laws, commandments, and statutes. Exodus 21 and 10, if a man marries another woman, he must not deprive the first one of her food, clothing, and marital rights. If he does not provide her with these things, then she is to go free. Why is this so important? Because they are telling the men who want to have more than one wife that they are sinning that they are telling the men that are lusting after or thinking about or yearning after having another woman that he's a sin, even though David yearned after Bathsheba, even though Solomon yearned after all the other women that he went to go have, even though Israel, Jacob yearned after Rachel, Leah, and all the other women that he had. Do you see what I'm saying? Noah's dad, Lamech, had multiple wives. It list goes on and on. This is very important because all of our ancestors had this. And the scriptures say that from David, I mean, from Abraham to David and whoever else you want to name. And the scriptures even prophesied by the most high God that this is going to be again, Isaiah 4 and 1, that this is going to happen very again soon in these last days. So it's important because they're telling the men that they are sinners, making them believe that something is wrong with them when truly something is wrong with you. Many of us have the wrong understanding about God and about faith. Lord, help me preach this thing. God, I'm preaching right now to somebody. I hope y'all hear what I'm saying. They telling you, you sinning. So you making decisions in your lives based off of that sin or that supposed sin or presupposed sin, because they're telling you it's a sin. But in the plain text, I just gave you, sin is the breaking of God's laws and it's in God's law. So obviously the men are not sinning that are in that situation. Lord, help me. Lord help me. We make decisions based off this. We make decisions in our lives. Men, women, everyone makes decisions based off of what they believe sin is. Like I told you, uh, having sex before marriage and drinking. Oh, God, so many. Uh, murder. That's a good one. Thou shalt not murder. The scripture says that uh, in Exodus 20, thou shalt not murder. Not thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not murder. Murder means to kill an innocent person. God says in his laws that if you murder someone, that he who murders someone, he must also be killed. Right. So if you murder someone that you must also be killed. So, for example, let me just give a good example of this George Zimmerman who murdered Trayvon Martin my Martin didn't do anything to him. He was innocent. So he murdered him. The guy, the cop, I don't know his name, who murdered George Floyd. He, uh, uh, George Floyd didn't do anything to him. He was innocent. But that guy choked him. He murdered him. Eric Garner was murdered by that cop, right? So in God's eyes, they should be killed. But in black people's eyes, we should go, uh, we should go hug them and say, I forgive them. You see how they how they've lied to us? Oh, we're supposed to hug them and forgive them and march. No justice, no peace, no justice. You know what justice is? God says that he, oh, Lord, help me preach this thing, that he, he hold the sins of the father on the sons to the third and fourth generation that is justice justice is one of them is is them getting the same retribution, getting exactly what happened to Trayvon Martin. That's retribution. George Zimmerman, getting the same payment for what happened to Trayvon Martin. That's eye for an eye. That cop that killed George Floyd, getting the same thing that happened to George Floyd. That's justice in God's eyes. I'm just trying to give you the right understanding of the Lord because we have the wrong understanding and that's why we live our lives and make decisions based off that. Lord, I'm preaching to somebody right now. I'm about to say something right now that's gonna get me in trouble. I should, I should stay away from this, but I'm about to tell y'all this. My dad was murdered. Lord, I don't remember the year. It's been it's been a minute. And, and I have tried to forget the year just because it, it makes me feel like that. But I want to say it was 2011. And he was murdered by some guy over some stupid you know, situation, right? And I don't even feel like, it, we don't even have to go into the to details of that, whatever. He was killed. The guy came up on him, killed Because my dad was a big buff black dude. So dude wasn't going to fight him. So he took a gun and killed him, right? The guy eventually got caught. But before he got caught, he went on the run. Now, I didn't know where the guy was, but given my military training and the things that I've been through, I could have found him. <laughs> Let's just be real, right? I could have found him, right? I could I could have went down a rabbit hole and found him. Many members of my family who are not so polished as me in gangs and things like that, they went after him, right? And they was able to crack him down and figure out who did it, whatever, and that and that's how he ended up in jail. But I'm only telling y'all this because my idea, my understanding of God back then was, oh, no, I can't do anything, you know, forgiveness. You got to forgive and, you know, do you see what I'm saying? (laughs) Somebody walk in your house, kill your son. And remember the dude, the black dude, the, the, the cop walked in his house, I mean, the cop accidentally walked in his house, thought it was her house. He was sitting on the couch eating ice cream. I think this was in Texas. He was sitting on the couch eating ice cream. She pulled out her gun and shot him. Right? Y'all remember that? It was she thought it was her house, but she was in his house. He had last door unlocked in his apartment. She walked in, saw him, took a gun out and shot him. And then when she went to jail, the brother of the dude she killed gets up and hugged her, talking about I forgive you. That's the Christian thing to do. Are you crazy? 98.9% of the Bible, literally. Is about God enacting retribution, telling the Israelites to kill people. Yet one scripture says, one, says that he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. And what did Christ mean by that? Living by the sword, meaning like a murderer, meaning like someone like like a hitman, someone who goes out all day long killing people by the sword, killing people with guns, or living by the gun, having a gun like a gangster, a, ga- a gang member, he just going around killing people all day. The- That's what he's talking about. Not protecting yourself and your family. Not not if somebody kill your son, you go give him a hug. That's not what he's talking about. You enact retribution, an eye for an eye, God's laws. Many of us have the wrong understanding about God. I don't know why. I just went on that, that rant. Let me finish this out because I just want you to see how our understanding about God. Makes us make decisions based off that. Now, I'm not, now, what am I saying about dude? I'm saying I should have went in and took care of him, right? Look, he in jail for 99 years, but if he ever get out, okay, I might look, 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 look. I'm saying, look, I'm, look, I'm, 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 I'm boosy, right? You remember how they be self snitching on themselves on going on the podcast? Uh, look, look, I'm self snitching right now, right? <laughs> look at this. Uh, Father's Day was the other day. At Mother's Day, I think, was you know it was last month or a few months ago, whatever it was, right. And I, anyways, I posted a picture of uh, being my uncle and my son. Like I just said, my dad was killed some years back, and I, you know, saying Happy Father's Day to my uncle, who I hadn't talked to in in a while, right? And people are saying, Oh, Father's Day is pagan, and you can't celebrate this, etc. I'm just saying, this is how our understanding about God, because we don't read the plain text, and we just going off of only only reason people are saying this is pagan. Let's just keep it, keep it up, keep it honest. They got this from these Israelite camps. Let's just be real. I don't, I'm tired of beating around the bush and trying to make people feel good. These are the last days. These Israelite camps, oh, it's a pagan, it's pagan. You can't do that, everything's pagan. Look at this, Exodus 20 and 12. Honor your father and your mother. Let's just, let's stop there. Honor your father and your mother. That's a clear cut commandment. They tell you to keep God's laws, commandments and statutes. So are you telling me that I am not supposed to honor my father? Now I already know what all these so-called woke believers, I believe in God, people are saying. I honor my mother and my father every day. Do you? When is the last time you sent your mom some flowers? Post a picture of you sending your mom or your dad a gifts weekly, honoring them. You a goddamn lie. I am so tired of church. I'll tell you, I hate church people. Believers, so-called believers, so-called Israelites, anybody with their last name Israel in their name, I have yet to see one of them that's saying yet. Yeah. One of them that's saying yet. Yeah. It's the plain text, the plain text. Oh, I follow the lunar Sabbath and the solar Sabbath. They got all these weird doctrines instead of just following the plain freaking text. That's it. Oh Lord, help me preach this thing. So honor your mother and your father, period. Every day, all the time on Mother's Day and on Father's Day all the time. It is nothing wrong with you honoring your mother and your father on, on the Mother's Day. We know Mother's Day is a pagan holiday and what they use it for. It. Oh, it's the, it's the God, it's the car. And there's all these freaking weird, oh, oh, Apollos and all these weird gods and demons and things that they are worshiping. We understand that, but is that what you're doing? On Passover, Easter sometimes falls on Passover, does it not? Sometimes Easter's on the same day as Passover. So you're gonna say, oh, no, I don't wanna follow the God, it's the car. And all these weird, you know, are you gonna? Are you? Are you? <laughs> are you worshiping them on that day, or are you worshiping the Most High God for the Passover? For you, you understand what I'm saying? Same thing with Christmas. Christmas is mad, mad pagan and and super demonic, right? And even in the Bible, tells not to uh, not to. It literally describes Christmas. It tells us not to celebrate it. But Christmas falls along the same time as what? Hanukkah. Literally, it's in the Maccabees giving you the day Hanukkah is on on 25th of December. So it's falling in the same time frame. So, what are we supposed to say? We ain't gonna follow, we ain't gonna, we're we not gonna do the feast of dedication because of, because it's falling on the same day as this pagan holiday Christmas. Am I celebrating all this crazy stuff today? That, they, that they, all these weird, you know what I mean, demonic reasons that they have for doing it? No, I'm honoring my mother and my father by when I celebrate Father's Day and I don't care what they have going on. I'm following God's laws. Are you gonna not follow God's laws and not celebrate the Passover because it falls on, on, on Easter? No, you're still gonna follow God's laws. Lord, I hope. I'm helping somebody. Many of us have the wrong understanding about God and about faith. I'm telling y'all, I love God, but it is so hard for me to deal with people who so called believe in God. Maybe it was people who so called believe in God who killed Christ. It was so, it was many, look, the people who so called believe in God killed the prophets. Listen to this, many, look, all the prophets and the disciples and the apostles, the believers are the ones who did this. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm surrounded around the wrong people. This is why Christ was with the people that's in the club, the sinners, right? Because, look, this is why I feel more comfortable with the people in the club than I do with around so-called church people, so-called believers. Oh, let me change my last name to Israel, but yet I can't, but I'm against multiple why What in the hell are you talking about? How could you be against something that he was for? And you changing your last name to that? That's like me changing my last name to Epstein and saying I ain't for pedophilia, though. <laughs> these people are insane and I can't deal with them. I, I literally can't. They've been driving me insane and I don't even, I'm not going to deal with them no more. I, 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 I promise you that. So, Lord, help me. Follow the plain text of God's laws, His commandments, and His statutes. This is what our faith is supposed to be, our religion. This is the right understanding of God because I just showed you where God wrote these laws with His own finger. You think he wants you to break them, and then I turn around and shows you what Christ in Matthew five and seventeen, and also in uh, Luke, I think it was sixteen seventeen, says that the law uh, that it's easier for heaven and earth to disappear than it is for the law to disappear. And now I'm looking at heaven. I'm looking at earth right now, and heaven, you know, right now. This and, and, and God is saying, "Oh, the earth will be destroyed before my laws pass." That's crazy. The laws just in a book. Heaven and earth, I've seen ground and concrete and all kinds of stuff out there. And he said, this this will all be gone before my laws do. So that's clear that we follow that. Deuteronomy 28.1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord will set you high above all the nations on the earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you. And if you obey the Lord your God, you will be blessed in a city and blessed in a country. If you obey the Lord your God, you will be blessed in the city. And blessed in the country. And we know the curse says that if you do not obey these laws, these commandments, and these statutes, you will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. And right now, our people, even in these Israelite camps, do they look blessed to you? Now, I'll tell you, there's a few of these camps out there, really only one of them, that look like they got blessed people to me. And I would say that's Pastor Dow. And I just now discovered him. I've been discovering him a few years ago, but I just now started learning more about him and his people living out in the woods. They have land and they build their own homes. They got their own crops, their own food. They are self-sufficient. That's what a camp is actually supposed to be. I'm just telling you like it is. But just out here preaching on a corner homeless, that's not necessarily looking blessed to me. I'm not disrespecting none of them because if it wasn't for them, I would have never woke up to who I am. But I'm trying to tell you that following God's laws, commandments, and statutes says that we will be blessed. So they must not be following all God's laws, commandments, and statutes because they're not blessed. I'm talking about individually. And you and like God gave these statutes and commandments to you. So he said that you will be blessed. How do we know that you can be blessed and the rest of your nation still be uh, cursed? Because there's many other prophets who was blessed while the rest of us collectively were cursed. I'll give you one a Prophet Tobit. He was blessed while the rest of us were cursed. Lord, help me preach this thing. So that's proof that if you follow God's... And why was he blessed? Because he was following God's laws, commandments, and statutes. Specifically, he was big on tithing and offering and giving donations. That was his number one theme of his whole of the whole book of Tobit, which is found in the Apocrypha. But the same thing with the Maccabees being blessed while the rest of the nations were cursed because they followed God's laws, commandments, and statutes. So that is proof that you individually can be blessed Right, us collectively can still be cursed if you individually follow God's laws, commandments, and statutes. Lord, help me. You individually can have the spirit of God. You You individually can (laughs) have God as your comforter, as your waymaker, guiding you and directing your path, getting you to an expected end if you follow his laws, commandments, and his statutes. This is the basis of our faith. This is a basis of the right understanding of our faith. This is the basis or the right understanding about the most high God. Hey, if you haven't already send your tithe offering or donation to cash app, money sign Leo Dunson or also to leodunson.com slash donate and may the glory of God and his blessings be upon you. For the kingdom of heaven is just like any other country in the whole world. It has rules and it has regulations that are to be followed and they are found in the first four to five books of the Bible, which is commonly known as the Laws of Moses. I will definitely do a part two of this message because there are so many decisions in this life that we make outside of the will of God because of our wrong understanding about god and it is my hopes for this message that going forward in whatever decisions we make whatever controversies or stances that we come across that we are confused about that we first go to the plain text of god's laws 613 laws give a take and we see what god has to say on the matter god has marriage laws civil laws just like america all of the controversies and the arguments and the disagreements and any of the, oh Lord, decisions that you're supposed to make in your everyday life, America has laws for it, regulations, statutes, directions for you. Same thing with God's laws for the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God, oh Lord, help me, has regulations, has rules, has statutes, has directions, has instructions to help you in this thing called life. Some people call the Bible the basis of instruction before entering life. So yes, I'll definitely do a part two on this message. If you have any questions or you have a decision or a controversy that you would like me to cover in part two, please give, send me an email on it and we can talk. I hope you guys can receive this message in the name of Christ. All right, talk to you soon. Shalom, shalom. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, send your tie. Thai- offering or donations to Cash App, Money Sign, Leo Dunson. You can also go to leodunson.com slash donate. I believe in the most high God's laws, commandments and statutes. And he has commanded us to send a tithe, to send a 10th of everything that we earn. And God has said that if we follow his laws, commandments, statutes, that we will be blessed, that we will lend and not borrow, that we will be set high above all nations, and that our hands and anything that we do with our hands, it would increase and it would be blessed. If you believe God, then follow his laws, his commandments, his statutes, and we are commanded to tithe. So send your tithe, your offering, or your alms, or your donations to Cash App, Money Sign, Leo Dunson. You can also go to leodunson.com slash donate, and may the glory of God and his blessings be upon you. Shalom.